What? Oh. Oh! 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 Good morning! Good afternoon! Good evening! Good whenever it is you're tuning in! Welcome to Ticket Bryce! The show that asks the only question that matters. Why the hell are we doing this damn movie? Well, jumping right in is co-host extraordinaire and the only man who thinks he has the room to step on my introduction, Tevis at Master Control. I'm sorry. Let's rewind. Uh, Yeah, the rewind noise. I'm adding that to the bingo card. I'm Jake and, and, and that force of nature over there is Tevis. And honestly, this might be, this is one of the few movies that actually causes you to experience emotion. I might just sit back and let you do this one. I think I had a small stroke. Multiple times. It was, it was, you had a cascade of tiny strokes. Yes. Yeah, it was just like a like a little waterfall, and then a little babbling brook, and then another waterfall, or, and then some rapids. There for a while, you could only mutter the word family. I was just laying in a pool of tears and piss on my floor. Family, F- family, 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 Toretto, 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 family. <laughs> Well, I guess I'll just dive right in. Um, We are looking at the original, the fast, and the furious. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Nothing else matters. From 2001, damn this movie feels like it, written by Ken L., or excuse me, Ken L., (laughs) it looked like a semicolon. No, Ken Lee. Gary Scott Thompson and Eric Schott. It looked like a semicolon. I can't read my own notes. Do you know how hard it is to write when you're having a cascade of tiny strokes? You sound like Vin Diesel delivering lines. I don't know what that means. He's not Sylvester Stallone. I'm sorry, Ken Lee, Gary Scott Thompson. Uh, Bagist, Baguist, Bagist, sure, Baguist. Also, Baguette. I want you to really think about this movie. Think about the dialogue. Think about how it was written. This movie had not one, not two, but three professional paid writers. That's <laughs> my giggle. I, 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 I don't know what to say to that. Uh, well, directed by Rob Cohen, starring Vin Diesel and uh, Paul Walker. Oh, and don't forget. You want to do the Meredith Burton Award? We have Award? the Meredith Burton Award. And we will now cordially extend the Meredith Burton Award for being in the most movies featured on the podcast to Michelle Rodriguez. Yay. She joins the Pantheon of Tide at Two. And I'm not going to lie to you. If I have to do one more person who ties at two, I'm going to cancel the award. We have way too many. Yeah, we do. Like, And I can't even remember all of them. Well, Burgess Meredith and Tony Burton. That's for the sure. only two I'm going to remember. And Kurt Russell, because I love Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, yeah. What about Terry O'Quinn? Young Guns. 
Young Guns, Tombstone, and Tombstone. Yeah, okay. I had to take me took me a minute. Right. So, Michelle Rodriguez, welcome for what is probably the most prestigious honor really anyone could receive. Oh yeah, I mean it's the, the Meredith Burton Award. It's the highest uh, award we have. You think Oscars? No, I wipe my ass with Oscars. No, Razzies. We, we're right around there. Yeah, we're what Razzies aspire to be. <laughs> I like this movie. Oh, well. Should we get into the ratings? Do it. I think you're going to be mad. I'm pretty I don't sure know I if I want to go get into the. Ra- Usually, I'm the mad one. I don't know how to react when the tables are turned. Do you have the IMDb app installed? Not anymore. Okay, good. What do you? Okay, IMDb. You know, it's a decimal point system up to ten. Where do you think this movie sits? Where do I think it should be, or where do no, I where, think... Where do you think IMDb has it sitting? What do you think IMDb's rating is? Not your rating. What do you think they rated it? Oh, knowing their track record of the movies that we've done and how wrong they are, 98.999% That's of the Rotten time. That's Rotten Tomatoes score. We're I'm sorry, 9.8% Thank you. Um, percent of the time. Fucking... Um, <laughs> I am going to say they probably have it a low seven. Close. Like 6.8. That's way too high. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes. Percentages up to 100. Where do you think Rotten Tomatoes has it? Low 60s. So you think it is lower than IMDb? little bit 54 mid 50s that's still too high (laughs) so what is the tevis rating well i guess that's what the show's a remind me to ask you that in our final thoughts we'll give it the tevis rating oh yeah Oh, yeah. The intensity in your eyes as you're saying, oh, yeah, is both frightening and arousing. <laughs> okay. Family. I'm glad there's a desk between us. <laughs> I'm glad I've got something to hide behind. Budget made with an estimated $38 million. Most of it went to Ja Rule <laughs> to guess. <laughs> Menage! <laughs> Fuck. It went to it went to Jaw Rule and it went to the soundtrack. There is so much music in this movie. Most of it's Jaw Rules. <laughs> it anyway, we're not there. We're not there. Go ahead. Go ahead. And with a and and earning a worldwide gross of two hundred and seven point five million. <laughs> are you ready for awards? Go ahead. How many awards do you think this movie won or was nominated for? If we're counting the Razzies, all of them. Oh. <laughs> if the Razzies are not included, it better be none of them. I'm relishing this. All right. With 11 award wins and an additional 18 nominations. Now, hold on. Hold on. Let me try to apply some salve to your wounds. 
None of them are major. None of the awards are major. The vast majority of the wins are soundtrack. Except someone someone did give best breakout star Paul Walker. Best breakout star award to Paul Walker. It's gonna pop. Breathe, Neil. Just breathe. Okay. Do you want reviews? Oh, I would love the reviews. I don't think you will. Get your notes ready. You know what? No, you know what? No, I'm going to save Ebert last. Okay. You're going to have a lot to say, I think, about Ebert specifically. We're going to save him last. Let's do Hollywood Reporter. Okay. Let's do Hollywood Reporter. The fun of a movie like this is not found in its logic, but in scary stunts and supercharged emotions. See what they did there? Supercharged, racing cars, supercharged. Oh. Get get it? Man, that rider probably spent all night thinking of that. Thoughts on that? He's dumb. <laughs> wow! No, no artful critique. No, no um, argument to be made. Just he dumb. Firebird. <laughs> what? The, there's one. Oh, there's a few stunts in this, I guess, but. It seemed like most of it was CGI, really crappy CGI and really crappy green screen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was 2001. Yeah. But I mean, even still, you could do like the cool car stunts because there was a few cool car stunts in this. I'll give it that. Like, you know, they had to have paid real drivers, right? So just you have professional drivers on closed courses or sets or wherever. Just do actual racing. Yeah. And... So, I mean, even then, some of the, the stunts weren't that cool to me. But anyway, um, and what was it? Supercharged what? Emotions. What emotion? Hate? <laughs> no, that's your supercharged emotion. I don't understand the supercharged emotions uh, from this movie. About family and loyalty and respect. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I didn't really get that either because no one portrays a wide range of emotions in this movie or particularly strong emotions no. in this movie. We've talked about this before. One-dimensional characters. Oof. Every single person in this movie is one-dimensional. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm almost afraid to hear Ebert's. Okay. Again, I'm doing this a little differently. Because we Ebert actually gives us a lot to talk about. Do you want his star rating or do you want his comments? Because I do think it'll be worth the time to break them down individually. Now, I think for if we want to pull the bandaid off the one that I think will lead to the shortest conversation, we'll save the star rating for now and do his comments. Let's do that. Let's do the comments. The Fast and the Furious is not a great movie, but period. No, it's a comma. End end of end of end no, of article. It's, it's not. It's but delivers what it promises. I I want to pause. Hold on. Go ahead. You're about to say something. No, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. He is praising the one. You know, he he had praise throughout. You know, for the but whatever. But the one thing he's highlighting here. 
is that this movie delivers what it promises, and that is a highlight. That is a good thing. Yet, have we not talked about one movie in particular that he heavily criticized for delivering what it promised? Yeah. Would you like to- Jurassic Park? <laughs> Too many dinosaurs. Ooh. Not enough all moments. Mm. So <laughs> dinosaur <laughs> the car is good. If Fast and the Furious delivers car ch- car racing, that's good. If a movie entitled Jurassic Park about a theme park full of genetically cloned and brought back to life dinosaurs gives you dinosaurs, that's too many, too much, bad, too much. Yeah, I don't. Know. I'm confused. I think Rob Cohen paid him under the table. Possibly, possibly, uh, possibly, but I will, I will, I will neither confirm nor deny any kickbacks or bribes that Mr. Ebert may have had or taken. Allegedly, I know you're going to have me go through my notes to compare star ratings. <laughs> Are you ready for the Fast and the Furious's star rating? His words say that this is not a great movie. I don't know. Are you ready? Have you are you properly braced? I I, I have taken my blood pressure pills today. Oh, that's good. So, go ahead. Ebert has given this movie three out of four stars. Are you fucking kidding me? Three out of four stars. Are you kidding me? Went to the Fast and the Furious. I would like to read you some highlighted notes I have. May I? Go ahead. Gladiator. Two stars. While you were sleeping. Three stars. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Two stars. Die Hard. Two stars. I remember that one because he didn't like the small minor character. Uh, He gave Gladiator two stars. Gave Gladiator two stars. And this man got paid to do reviews? Uh, He did, in fact. Wait, checks notes. He sure did. He sure, he sure did. The Last Voyage of the Demeter, care of Ebert.com. That one doesn't count. Well, it has Ebert in it. That's true. 3.5 stars. Are you serious? Yeah. Why do I not remember that? Probably because we blocked it from my mind. Holy crap. The Foreigner. A movie you have said you will never watch again, but ultimately enjoyed. Oh, you know, I'm going to save that one. Save that one. Grumpy Old Men. Two stars. John Carpenter's The Thing. Two and a half stars. The Foreigner. One star. Um, so I, I named several movies that tied at three. And I named a lot of movies that were worse in the star rating. Some you, some of these movies you've liked. Some of these movies you have not liked. Which of these 
I guess, where do you see the agreement that Fast and the Furious is better than anything I just read? Well, except Last Voyage of the Demeter. Thanks, Ebert.com. Yeah, and again, I that one I, I kind of throw to the side. The Foreigner is way too low. Just by itself. By itself. Should, way it should low. be more than one star. It should be more than one star. If you're giving Fast and the Furious three stars... The Foreigner should be six stars. <laughs> On a rating of four, yes. it, should be, it should get six. God, I got a headache. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Die Hard with two. Die Hard got two. Gladiator, Gladiator got, got two. two. Yep. What is your problem? Or what was your problem? I don't think he has that problem. No, not anymore. Why Why did While You Were Sleeping? How did I not remember While You Were Sleeping got three stars? I don't remember that either. While You Were Sleeping is better than Gladiator and Die Hard? Not in any universe. And not. also, let's let's keep in mind that Fast and the Furious and uh, apparently While You Were Sleeping uh, just as good as Jurassic Park. No chance in hell. No. I'm waiting for the Vince McMahon music to start playing. No chance. <laughs> That's what you've got. No chance in hell. There's our wrestling. Uh, <laughs> there's our re- wrestling reference. Reference. Thank you. Reference is a big word. It so is. I got it. Well, it's not as difficult as like holiday, but you know, I it's do up my, there. I do my best. It's up there. Oh, reference and holiday are equal star rating and difficulty. A hundred percent. Both two stars. <laughs> I will slap the shit out of you. <laughs> and it will be audible for everyone to listen. Uh, so, no, I just wanted you to really get to enjoy the thoughts, the ratings, the opinions, and how they compared to previous opinions and star ratings. <laughs> we just, I feel like we just watched gladiator which might be ridley scott's greatest movie of all time deal with it alien yeah it's i mean i agree i agree and it's two stars got two stars in this jackass's opinion and fans in the was he was he mad because there was too many gladiators in it? You know what? He did not comment that the movie Gladiator uh, over delivered or under yeah. under delivered on its <laughs> promise of the aforementioned the titular yeah. Gladiator. I know it's titled Gladiator, but did we really need to see so many gladiators? <laughs> we needed more race cars. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Hit me with your history of. Let's move on to histories. Where to go? Let's, let, hit me with your history of this movie. I have seen this movie one time. I remember it come out, and everybody was talking about how great it was. And I was like, "All right, I'll give it a shot." And I watched it. I sat through it, and it was meh. The, you know, the ending, drag race was by far my favorite part of the movie with the car flip that that car flip and that was it uh, i have when we get to that point i have several questions for you i watched it and i quickly forgot about it and then i heard they were making a second one and i was like no thank you and then i heard they were making a third one and i was like what <laughs> no thank you <laughs> and then 
it just kept coming and Four, coming. Five and six, seven, eight. There's ten of nine. these. Then I heard a tenth was coming out, and I thought, how is any of these people still alive? How are any of you still alive? So I was I was fine with never, ever, 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 ever watching this again. I get you know, I I got that vibe from you. <laughs> you're you you're real subtle with it, but I picked that up. And then we pulled it from the hat. How okay, question. How did it get in the hat? I blame Sarah. I didn't put it in the hat. I blame Sarah. Like, no, no, card like I all joking aside, I didn't put it in the hat. I didn't either. Wait, no, no. Shut up. No. I I'm telling you, I did this is no bit. I'm not joking with anyone. You can edit this out if you want to. I didn't put it in the hat. I know, I didn't either. What do you mean you didn't? I didn't put it in there. Who put it in the hat? (laughs) There's only two people who put movies in the hat. I'm telling you. I did not put it in the hat. I know. Which means you had to have put it in the hat. All I know is we had a special guest. (laughs) And then the next thing I know, we pull out this movie. Wait, you're saying writer and notable (laughs) woman Sarah put the Fast and the Furious in the hat? Possibly out of spite or revenge for us not liking while you were sleeping. I'm not saying yes or no. <laughs> but you you threw her under the race car. But you're, you're not wrong. I did throw her under Dom's race car. I also feel like I've said race car too many times now. And it's slowly losing all meaning. Well, that's the way we have to talk about the race cars now from go- going race forward. Cars. They're race cars. Which cars? Race cars. Oh, the race cars. Yeah. Okay. My, what are we doing? My history? Yes, your history. I remember when this movie came out. We were all very excited when it uh, arrived at our local blockbuster. <laughs> Mother took us. We rented it. VHS at the local blockbuster. Many of my friends came over. We had popcorn. We had snacks. Mom was there. I think she will never confirm nor deny this, I don't think. I think she had a thing for Vin Diesel. Mom has a thing for muscular bald guys. She was a big Steve Austin fan. Nice. Speaking of wrestling. And that she has admitted, but, you know, it was a different time. And uh, we watched it. And... The crowd went mild. <laughs> we all I could see that. We all went, huh? And I don't think any of us ever looked back. <laughs> and we just went, well, that was a movie. Never watch it again. Had no desire to ever watch it again. I have never seen a sequel. Me either. Because I watched the original <laughs> when I was a boy, renting the VHS with my mother from the local blockbuster. And I went, huh. Yeah, that was about my reaction to it after I watched it. Was and Then I watched Tombstone and Jurassic yeah. Park again. <laughs> back to back. That's, oh, man. Don't threaten me with a good time. All right. Are you ready to get into this? Now, obviously, this we will not be going scene by scene. I don't even think I could if we wanted to. There's really no reason to. So I will say this movie holds the record in my notes for me writing down the most number of questions <laughs> i ask why a lot in the, well i asked 
I asked myself a lot of, I asked the movie a lot of questions while watching it. You know, I'm looking through mine. I have a lot of question marks and exclamation points. Lots of. <laughs> and lots of capital. Lots of big, bold print in hand. It's impressive to have bold print in handwriting. Yeah, I have a lot of bold print. <laughs> so uh, I do, however, however, I would like to address um, as we as the movie, not like the opening scene, but as the movie opens up with my first note. I'm just going to say the two words I have written down. I'm going to let you I'm going to let you pick that ball up and run if you wish. OK, no crust. Oh, <laughs> question mark. Well, you did kind of skip over the beginning heist. No one cares. But let's go to the crust. The crust of the matter. So this adult male. Yes, he is, in fact, a grown ass man. Police officer. We do discover he's an undercover police officer, in fact, trying to become a detective. Yes. So he goes to this. Toretto's, which is a deli sandwich it's shop, a diner kind whatever, of whatever, yeah. and orders a tuna sandwich with the crust cut off. <laughs> tuna on white, no crust, right? Are you kidding me? And the woman is like totally into him. Like, right oh now. my god, yes, I'll cut the crust off of. <laughs> like you are serving a sandwich to a twelve-year-old. And the way Paul Walker delivers lines with his mouth hanging open, breathing out of his mouth. Maybe like, that's why he can't eat the crust. He doesn't want to get it clogged up in his. Oh, oh, it, it, oh, I, I, I wrote that down too. the crust. No crust. So Paul Walker orders a tuna sandwich with no crust. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus wept. So I, when we were watching this, as I'm writing down the words "no crust," my wife goes, "This man doesn't want crust on his sandwich. Who is he? Our two-year-old?" <laughs> Which, as we all know, is wildly inaccurate because our two-year-old eats the crust sometimes. Well, hell, he should be a part-time cop. <laughs> undercover cop. <laughs> Apparently, that's all it takes to be an undercover cop is your ability to eat bread crust. <laughs> God. <laughs> I, I, I so... He's supposed to be this badass guy, street racer. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Would you mind cutting the crust off my tuna sandwich? I I don't like the crust. It's too hard and crunchy. Oh, there's so many moments like this in this movie. Like I even wrote down here, like at the beginning on the car heist, when there the trailer heist, there's three of the cars that are chasing down this semi truck that's filled with Panasonic TV VCR combos. No, they had DVD players, too. Okay, so let's... Okay, for those of you who do not know this movie, the original The Fast and the Furious 
follows Paul Walker, who plays an undercover cop tasked with finding the gang of street racers who have been robbing semi-trucks on the road. Yeah, the dead presidents. Oh, wait, that's a different movie. Sorry, I'm thinking of a better movie, Point Break. Oh, we'll get there. I, I, I point blank is in my notes. We will get there. Um, and they are while the trucks are en route, this gang is stealing air quote high end electronics and fencing them illegally, and and you know making over six million dollars. Uh, and that number may seem oddly specific. Because it was the oddly specific number given in the movie. I'm not wrong, right? It was over six million. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And they're using their superior driving skills and stupid harpoon guns. And harpoon guns. And but they're stealing high-end electronics like Panasonic uh big screen TVs and DVD players being the two specifically mentioned high-end electronics. <laughs> also, they're stealing uh, uh, big screen TVs from 2001. Those are not small. Those are giant and thick. <laughs> Don't ever say <laughs> thick like that again. Thick. <laughs> How many C's are you putting in that word? My God. Hey, I always got to get the big thick motherfuckers. And ultimately, our cop, friend, hero, detective, not crust eating man. Uh, quits the force and joins the gang because he's realized they're more his kind than the than the cops, and that's the gist of the movie. There were no tanks. There's no submarines. No one drives a plane into, out of, or off of a plane. There's no gunplay. <laughs> Actually, oh, there's there, a, there is gunplay. A little gunplay. Yeah. For yeah. But not like auto, not like military grade gunplay. No, not like the extent. There's no cars in space. No, no space cars. No aquatic cars. No flying cars. No flying race cars. Sorry. Race cars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, excuse me. Well, no race cars in space. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure there aren't any cars in any of these situations. But specifically, there are no race cars in any of, any of these situations. Just a local gang robbing. Uh, Traveling semi trucks of high end electronics. Uh, now, now, the movie never goes into anyone in this gang being in debt, being on hard times. It kind of just seems like they decided this is how we're going to fund our really expensive hobby of race car racing. Yeah, and it is he a very good detective? No. Because you're talking to the guy who runs a deli shop and you see the type of cars that he owns and you think, oh, well, he can't possibly be doing anything nefarious. Yeah, but you remember his sergeant was like, hey, are you letting your feelings for Mia, uh, Vin Diesel character's uh, Dom Toretto, it's like Mia's the sister. He's like, right. are you letting your sisters for your feelings for Mia cloud your judgment like paul walker knows it's toretto but he refuses to believe it's toretto what's paul walker's character's name brian brian brian, brian. brian and his Brian's crustless builner 
Sounds like a serial killer. Are you a serial killer? Best line in the whole movie. You have a serial killer name. Are you a serial killer? There is definitely not very many good lines in this movie. Yeah, but that one actually made me chuckle. Admittedly, when he just hit, like, what Brian Edward Spielner or whatever his name right. is. He's like, sounds like a serial killer's name. Are you a serial killer? That that, was, that made me chuckle. That was pretty good. There's racing, I guess. Let's talk about the race scenes. Let's, Multiple race scenes. I don't want to shot for shot this I no. really don't want to shot for shot Let's this Let's get movie. to the first drags. First drag race. It's all about the respect. I wrote down it's one all, of the lines the that was spilled out. It's all about the respect? No. I think it was by Ja Rule. <laughs> it's, it says, they said, it's not how you stand by your car. It's how you race your car. Better learn that, wise man. Like, what? <laughs> what? What? That's the dumbest shit. <laughs> Anyone can stand by their car and look cool and the car look impressive, but it doesn't matter if you can't race it. I like how out of everything, this is your pick. Oh, that's not my only pick. Okay. I have another one written uh, pl- Please continue. Is it Manage? Oh, that one drives me fucking insane. Ja Rule looks like a 12-year-old boy ja in those freaking giant clothes. Ja Rule's face and his voice do not go together at all. They do not. No. It would be like if Macaulay Culkin... Was standing there and talk and like DMX. <laughs> Joe Pesci's voice came out of him from Home Alone. It's like no, no. I actually I could still picture that. I don't Ugh. think that's a good analogy. Ugh. Wait a minute. Let's let's continue on. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. It would be like Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> this is a new thing. Let's do it. Hold on. This is. This would be like Macaulay Culkin standing there, and then he opens his mouth and he sounds like Patrick Warburton. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I thought we'd start off with soup and a light salad and then see how we feel after that. <laughs> you just go, what? Wait a minute. It would be like Macaulay Culkin is standing there and he opens his mouth and Fran Drescher. <laughs> the, the nanny? The nanny. I'm turning in on my mother. You know... Once she ate a half of a plastic Oreo cookie before she realized it was a refrigerator magnet. Wait, wait, something's not right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh. No, my other line that I wrote down, and it's it's the line, it's the delivery, and it's the dumbass gesture at the very end of it. After the race is over. The first race. The first race. Okay. Vin Diesel says, ask any racer, any real racer. It doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning. And then he holds his hands up, his arms out like some. Like Jesus. Like some fucking Messiah. He does a Jesus pose. And looks around and everybody's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like. That is the dumbest shit. Of course, it doesn't matter how far you win or how close it is or whatever, as long as you cross the line first. Yeah, but Brian said, I almost had you. But no, don't defend this shit. I feel like someone has to. The dialogue is fucking completely awful. 
Vin Diesel needs to stick to Groot. But this movie had three writers. Okay. If I had to hear them say the word NOS one more damn time. NOS? NOS. 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 I need two. I need two NOSes. NOSI. NOSI. NOSI? No, it's NOSI. I need a dual Nasai injection. <laughs> I needed some kind of injection, like cyanide or something, after watching this. Just piece right of shit. in my veins. So, during the first drag race, yes. How long were they driving? Hundred and forty miles an hour. Ten seconds. That was not ten seconds. Uh, no, it wasn't. But. They race a quarter mile. I live my life a quarter mile at a time, Tevis. So, so I believe they it was a quarter mile race, was it not? Yes. So it, and and they keep talking like you owe me a ten second car and nine second this, ten second that, and they're like that's how fast a you know a car can go quarter mile. So so apparently, <laughs> this two minute scene took ten seconds. It legitimately took two two and a half minutes. And the entire length of this quarter mile, I'm using air quotes, you can see in the background all these cars lined up. They're driving 140 miles an hour for two minutes. They're in a different state. <laughs> like, my God. And Brian uses the NOS. NOS. And the computer that he has hooked up to his car starts screaming at him. Yeah. Warning, danger to manifold. And his solution is to slam it down and tell it to shut up. Yes, that, that does happen. And then the floorboard blows out of the passenger side of his car. Well, Of part, his race car? Of his race car. Of what car? Of his race car. Oh, of his race car. Yeah. Why? <laughs> a manifold. I'm not a car guy. I'm not either, but I'm pretty sure I'm the, also not a race car guy. I'm not a race car guy either, but I'm pretty sure the manifold is not directly under the passenger <laughs> seat. No, but do you know it isn't? I know it's not. Yes. Oh, okay. You do know that it, for I, a fact that it is not. Yes. I, I have a, a very minimal knowledge of cars, race cars, race. Car, okay. So why, when he hit the NOS button, the floorboard blew out? I have no idea. So I would like to, okay, so after the race, I had this question. It's shortly after the first race. Cops show up, everyone scatters. Dom outruns the cops and then ditches them by going in that parking garage where he parks at the top and has completely lost them. So what does he do? Wait till the heat is off? Take a nap? Wait till the heat is off? No! He gets a jacket that does not have a hood and does not hide his face and then proceeds to walk down the sidewalk where the cops are. And then a cop sees him and is like, Toronto, don't move! And I'm like, first of all, he's not doing anything. You don't have him on anything, I don't think. Probable cause, I guess. To which then he, you know, he takes off running and that's where he gets picked up by Brian and that's where their bromance starts. But I guess, as you may have uh, have surmised where I was going with this, 
why did he get out of his car and walk down the sidewalk when he could have just stayed in his hidey hole? Well, then him and Brian wouldn't have had their bromance. Brian would have had no reason to save him. Because, you know, you walk down the street with your giant, bald-ass white head and expect (laughs) nobody to see you (laughs) while the cops are flying by you and you're frantically putting on this jacket. I feel like you're speaking from experience. I am. (laughs) That's why I wear hoodies. And I have another question. Dom is supposed to be feared, right? Feared, respected, loved. Yeah. Why is he feared so much? He's, they don't ever really show or explain why people are so scared of this guy. I think uh, Dom has more skeletons in his closet than the movie lets on. Well, even the one that he went to prison for or whatever that happened there with the the story that he explained in the garage. Honestly, it reminded me of the dad going down the chimney in Gremlins. How dare you? Because she acted her, she performed her words with a way more genuineness and believability than Vin Diesel. No, the story. Oh, okay. The story. It, it, you're right. She acted her ass off. He read a script, probably somebody holding cue cards off screen. But I pay, I paid no attention to what he was saying. Because I honestly, this movie took me four hours to watch. That's too many hours. I played about twenty minutes of it. My brain started to hurt. <laughs> the cascading baby strokes. So, so I stopped it. I went and I did some work, mm-hmm. and then I came back. I watched another fifteen, and then I came back. And went to do some more work and then came back and forced myself to finish this. And honestly, it was the dialogue and the, the music gave me a headache. There is no quiet moments in this or just dialogue. It seems like it's always got to be cover of fucking music Yeah, all the time. There's a moment when they're going across the, the uh, I don't know if it was the first drag race or if it was the race wars race that they. Or we had. never get to really see anything of. No, we see one race. Also, um, this movie spans like four days. Yeah, it's not very long. Um, but there are a mo- there's a moment in this movie where they play a, play a song, they go about a minute into the song or whatever, and then they cut to another song. And then cut to a third song, like just jammed packed. I'm like, no wonder the soundtrack got so much awards because there were so many fucking songs in it. <laughs> so much awards. So much. See, I'm just thinking about this is making me have another stroke. <laughs> Too much music. Music bad. What, what part would you like to talk about next? I... There's a spot I do want to skip ahead to, but it is skipping ahead just because it does draw comparisons with another movie we've talked about. The The story, was Dom telling the story about his dad? Yeah. Okay, because the only thing I have, I said Dom talks about his dad, 
the piano music starts, so you know it's meaningful. <laughs> yes, that's when he tells the tragic backstory of how his father died. Okay, and that's right after that is when he says he lives his life a quarter mile at a time, right? Right after, right before. I don't know. It's it's around there. I don't care. You can't make me care. Um, I honestly, I have no particular thing I want to talk about at the moment. So you said you wanted to talk about something. Okay. So throughout the movie, a couple of times, Brian is, meets up with, you know, his boss and the FBI because he's an undercover cop doing an investigation. And so they talk about it. But at one point, um, you know, things get heated. Someone shoves somebody. Uh, and Paul Walker's character storms out and his sergeant goes after him. Now, sergeant actually seems like a decent guy. But gives them a little thing about how he's worried that Paul Walker's character, Brian, Brian's not thinking clearly on this. And he uses the phrase uh, that he's worried that Brian is going native. And I immediately went, Avatar? Goddamn, son. You get yourself a piece of local tail, you forget you're human. And I just, I'm like, what the hell? I, I've watched this movie already. Because <laughs> it, it, they do the exact, you know, great, I guess, I guess, too. did Avatar steal that from the Fast and the Furious? Damn you, James Cameron! Well, might as well, because James Cameron wrote Point Break. So they're like, you know what? You're going to steal from me. I'm going to steal right back. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's not... <laughs> he stole Michelle Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! She's as good as a driver as she is a pilot. Given that we both we see her for the final time in both movies in a flaming wreck, <laughs> and she did absolutely nothing. I'm helping. <laughs> I'll distract him so that oh shit. <laughs> Hold on, I can do. <laughs> and then and there goes Michelle oh, Rodriguez. God. <laughs> Wait, how are we watching two movies where it's essentially about an undercover agent going native? <laughs> I, did, I didn't even really think of it that way, but yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. That's funny. Think about it. We have a guy, soldier, a cop, or whatever, going undercover, falls in love with a member of the group he's infiltrated. And now that love is making him question his loyalty. Avatar's way better movie than this. It's a way longer movie than this. Way better. I don't know. I hate Avatar so much. So, yes. Again, I'm not a car guy. Race car guy. I'm not a race car guy. Yeah. But did the car sound terrible to you? <laughs> like, if my truck sounded like that or a car I was driving sounded like that, I would take it to the mechanic and be like, I don't know. This thing's about to throw a rod or something. <laughs> they paid good money for their vehicles to sound like that. It's annoying. 
it's annoying. I was annoyed. I was annoyed by so much of this, but the, especially the race cars, their sound. Oh, God. That contributed to one of my mini strokes. So, <laughs> I want to look at all the races for a little bit. Because all the racing scenes have interesting cinematography that I was only the only way I could describe it was like discount Mad Max. And if you know what I'm talking about, if you've ever seen a Mad Max movie, then you if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about, right? But am I wrong? They had some real interesting cinematography choices. Yeah, and they had that like they were speeding up the film kind of like Mad Max did. Well, pushing in tight on like a green screen image with the actor. Yeah. And it it's been a while since I've seen the original Mad Max and Road Warrior and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, but I feel like they did it better. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. Fury Road did it better. Fury Road's a great Mad Max. Oh, Fury Road's amazing. Okay. Can we just talk about Mad Max? Absolutely. Speaking of Fast and the Furious and cool car movies, I think there should be more Mad Maxes, and I think Mad Max as a character should just become the new James Bond. Let other actors take up the mantle. That's fine. I'm good with that. And then each movie is just a different adventure, a different chapter from the life of this individual. Like, yeah, let's just have more Mad Max movies. Well, we need more Mad Max and less Fast and Furious. Yes, I... If we could stop making Fast and the Furious movies and start making more Mad Max movies. Now, I'm kind of talking out of my ass on that because I have not seen the, the second one or the third one or the fourth one. Wait, what about the fifth one? No, that one I have not seen. Yeah, but surely you saw the sixth one. No, not the sixth one. Did you see the seventh one? The seventh one I did not watch. Okay, but what about number eight? Did you see number eight? Number eight, I did actually see it on Ma- uh, Max, HBO Max, and then I deleted it from my history. Wait, why was it on your history? Because it, it showed up on my screen, and I was like, no. Oh. Please do not ever show this again. I, th- I thumbs down it. You gave it the thumbs down so yeah. you would see less yeah. like that. But then it said, well, since you disliked Furious 8, would you like Furious 9? Did you watch Furious 9? I canceled my subscription to Max. <laughs> yeah, but surely you saw Fast X. You know, that is one that I have not yet seen. What? And I don't think I will. <laughs> what? And you know what else I haven't seen? This shitty spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw. Shaw. I have no plans on watching any of these. Unless somebody puts them in the hat. I'm telling you, I didn't do it. You put them in the hat. I did not put them in the hat. Someone put them in the hat. I didn't put them in the hat. So I I love how during the heists, the semi-truck driver holds the semi completely still. Yeah. So that they can do all the things that they need to do. Never taps the brakes. (laughs) Never swerves his truck 
while the guy is trying to shoot into it. Yeah. And that's what my thought was. Obviously, the movie Mad Max is not in this universe because nobody in this movie has seen Mad Max. So they don't realize, hey, I'm driving a semi truck. These assholes are in Hot Wheels. If, if if Furiosa had been behind the wheel of that truck, we would have had a far shorter movie. Yes. It would have been Paul Walker examining corpses. Yes, there would have been a bald corpse, a <laughs> shitty pilot corpse, and the douchebag from the Blade 2 movie. Wait, who corpse. was in Blade 2? Oh, what's his name? The one that fought Paul Walker over and- his tuna sandwich. Actually, they were fighting over Mia. No, but. he's like, go to the other places. Tuna sucks here. Nobody likes a tuna here. I don't I don't believe they were speaking. He was mad. He's like, you know what, motherfucker? I made this tuna sandwich, and the crust is the, the, <laughs> the major part of the flavor, and you're cutting the flavor off. Go up the road. You can get it for $2.98. <laughs> so you're saying these two grown men got into a fight, not over a woman, but over a tuna fish tuna fish sandwich and if it should or should not have crust you would have believed that more than i would have <laughs> anything else in this movie all right everyone in the comments crust no crust also okay we touch on can we talk about the fight scene between brian and vince it's the most confusing nonsensical brawl because at one moment they're standing up trading punches, the next moment Vince is trying to attack them. Another moment they're three feet apart. Then it, you look and there's there's Mia screaming at Dom, but over her shoulder they're both on the ground rolling around. Then it cuts to them and they they're they're standing up apart. And then someone tackle like there's no coherency to any of the movements or actions going on. There was no actual choreographed, planned, or stru- or loosely structured fight scene. I feel like that was just a taste of what we were going to get. <laughs> no plan, loosely structured. No plan. They're like, you know what? Let's just kind of follow Point Break. Okay, we we let's just do it. We've we've brought it up a lot. So what we're looking at is a movie where an undercover cop goes deep to uncover a crime ring where he pretty much just ends up falling in love with the main with the ringleader and is unable to bring himself to arrest apprehend wound kill stop that person right yeah it's blatant It's, it's blatantly point break but it's also blatantly a lot worse oh yeah that's what i wrote on here point break did all of this better okay I would like, okay, may I? If you're going to defend this movie, no. Well, kind of. Go ahead. I don't know if I'm defending this movie or tearing down Point Break a little bit. (laughs) Honestly, dealer's choice. View it however you want. Okay, depending on how I feel. Paul Walker is a bad actor. I know he passed away. It's super tragic. I'm not downplaying his loss or the loss of him. I'm not making a personal statement about him i'm just critiquing someone in a profession in the public eye right he's not good at his job paul walker is a bad actor he is but he acts every bit as good as keanu reeves (laughs) 
I don't think so. I I think as as a whole, Keanu Reeves is way better. Really? Yeah, than Paul Walker. No, they're dead even in my mind. Damn! (laughs) (laughs) That was a poor. (laughs) That was that was a poor. (laughs) Oh, that. I don't know why that hit me so funny. That, oh. that may have been a hard choice of words. Maybe. They are completely even. They are, they are equal skill level. Oh, oh shit. Okay, so I, I, let me go ahead. I will give you the... I know Kung Fu. Whoa. Um, I'll give you the... Okay, I'll give you the Paul Walker Keanu thing. Vin Diesel is no Swayze. No, not even close. Vin Diesel could not hold Patrick Swayze's jockstrap. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going to make a cancer joke. (laughs) God damn. Oh, wait. I guess that would have been me in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. You're the asshole in this one. (laughs) This one? This, well. All of them. All of them, actually. But. (laughs) Ha ha. You're talking to. King Segway, Captain Asshole. That's true. You you can refer to me as King Segway. You can refer to me as Captain Asshole. I have many titles. Um, Patrick Swayze in Point Break. Dead even. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. He is. He's the bad guy, but we all love him. He, yeah, he's that bad guy you want to like because he's so damn likable. Yes, and Dom tries. <laughs> he's to the be trailer that. park version. He, yeah, he's like if you ordered Patrick Swayze off of Timu <laughs> or or Wish. It's just no. Oh man, I, I, my Patrick Swayze just arrived. Oh, it's been diesel. <laughs> damn it, and I quit ordering from Timu. <laughs> He, Vin Diesel has no charisma in this movie. Mm-mm. He has no, nothing likable about him. It's, it's just like he's reading the script and that's it. Yeah. Honestly, and I, if his name hadn't have been the character's name, hadn't have been plastered all over the internet for however many years 20 some years i wouldn't have remembered his name man it's been 22 years this film series has been going for 22 years ja rule has had a longer acting career thanks to the fast and the furious than he had a music career the thing that really pisses me off is we got one point break but we got 10 of these. They remade Point Break. Yeah, but I'm talking just like straight sequel. Yeah. And I never did see the remake of Point Break. I didn't want to. It might be a f- just fine movie. I don't know. I just wasn't for me. How Wait, what would they have done with more Point Breaks? I don't know. What Taking surfing to space? <laughs> space surfing. Space surfing, yeah. Let's do it. Let's fucking... Surf the cosmos. We're gonna get on hang gliders. Yeah, and 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 outmaneuver an alien spacecraft. 
a UFO comes down and Swayze's just maneuvering it in a hang glider. They could team up with Marvel and join the Silver Surfer. <sighs> but no, I just, I, I can't believe there's 10 of these. Where are we at? Doesn't matter. So, <laughs> we haven't got scene by scene, so we haven't had a ton of structure in this one. <laughs> it's just us talking about random things about the movie and you going on a tirade. Which I'm enjoying immensely, by the way. I want to talk about the ending. Oh, you don't want to talk about poor Jesse getting mowed down? Who? Yeah, exactly. No, and honestly, I don't even care about any of that side story. I want to talk about the ending. Okay. Not the race. The ending. Okay. Brian hands Dom the key, says, I owe you a 10-second car. Dom says, are you sure you know what this means? Brian just nods at him. And then Dom gets in the car and leaves. And and Brian just turns and starts walking towards the oncoming police sirens. And then we fade to black. That was... My note is, the fuck is that ending? It was like they didn't have a way to end it. And they're just like, okay, uh, just go ahead and stop filming now. Yeah, just stop. Just and cut. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Rap, Everybody's like, rap shoot, rap party. Good job, everyone. But that's kind of the way this whole movie is. It's just shit thrown at a wall. Three, three writers. And you have three writers. And they're ripping off a, an amazing movie. Point Break is amazing. I don't care what you say. I've never seen all of Point Break. You've never seen all of Point Break? No. Okay. And I'm not disagreeing with you. I don't know why you're being so hostile towards no, me. Not, I didn't do anything. I'm being hostile I towards you. Do, you were like, I Point Break did it better. You can fuck yourself and you can fuck your not Point Break loving opinions, you piece of shit. And I'm sitting here going, I didn't say anything about Point Break. I'm just sitting here letting you talk. See if I let you say anything ever again, you ass. Okay, let's start that over. Hang on. Oh. I'm fine if you get angry. I just don't know why you're pointing, you're directing it at me for no reason. I didn't do anything. I didn't rip off Point Break. So they had three writers. Yeah. And an amazing film to rip off. Point Break is amazing. I don't give a shit what anybody says. (laughs) You're looking at me. Yes. Why are you? I don't know. I'm getting worked up. I didn't do it. This movie (laughs) is getting me worked up. Fuck Point Break. (laughs) (laughs) but they couldn't come up with a good ending they couldn't come up with a good beginning they couldn't come up with a a good reason for jesse to get killed other than why he didn't give them the car that they bet that was the reason no i don't even think that was the reason what was the reason? They were trying to kill Dom for punching, for fighting, for beating the shit out of out of uh, Tran. Oh, well, I see. Because Tran and uh, Jesse wagered in the race at the race wars. Right. But I think that took a back seat once 
Tran said Dom was a narc. Dom beat the shit out of him. And how how terrible the shot is Tran? Don is in the yard. And so if you're aiming at Don, and this is the only reason I didn't think he was aiming for Don. Dom. Dom. Domino. Whatever the fuck his name is. I believe it's Dominic. Dominic. Domino. I don't believe Domino is a name. Dumbass. Domino is a name. She was in Deadpool, too. As a fictitious character, Domino is not a name. Domino. But Dom is in the yard on the hill. Yes. Jesse is standing behind the car, not cowering. He's just standing behind the car, and he gets littered. Well, actually, he doesn't even get littered. He gets, like, one to the gut. (laughs) There are four people standing there. They shoot one guy one time who I still believe wasn't even their target. Yeah, and then then Dom is, like, monkey crawling across Mm -hmm. the yard and misses, gets, all the bullets miss him completely. So that's the only reason I assumed Jesse was their main target, because they actually hit him. I still think that was collateral. I don't think they were going for Jesse. I don't know. I, uh, okay, let me ask you this question. Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. But no, this movie doesn't matter. It's uh, like at the end. Okay, you, we're talking about the ending. And Dom is in that muscle car. Mm-hmm. And after they kill the trans. What did you just say? Phrasing. <laughs> I'm going to let you think about that one for a second. <laughs> Sorry. They kill the Asian guys. Whose names are Tran. Tran. But there were two of them, so they were trans. I mean, I understand what you are saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's kind of like in the racing world when you're, you rev the car too much and you blow a tranny. You kind of got to watch how you phrase some things. I understand this. What I do when I go to race wars is no one's business except me and Richard. Oh, God. Her name was Domino. Domino is a fictitious character who does not have a penis. We don't know that. Yes, we do. Anyway. So Dom is in the muscle car, and he lines up at the quarter mile. You talk about that at the end. Yes. Yeah. Why? Why do they race? Why do they race? Hold on. Let me check my notes. Why did they race at the end? Nothing. I got nothing. Now, presumably, presumably... It is so that they can have their rematch from the first race, right? Except context is very, very important. So is time and place. This final race has no context as it connects to the first race. So if you're going, well, obviously it was a rematch. This movie does nothing to set up that it is a rematch race. Also, this is a really bad time (laughs) as police are actively on their way to get you and you are trying to make an escape for you to stop at a red light for no reason and go, let's race. You see that 
You see that that rail that uh, <laughs> what's he say? <laughs> I can't remember what he says. He's like, you see that rail railroad track, the train a, track, train tra- the tranny track, the tranny track. Yeah, the tranny track. It's exactly a quarter mile. My friends and I in high school used to drag. I'm like, you didn't go to high school. Wait, well, yeah, I'm like, what has this got to do with anything that's happened? And again, now is a really bad time for this. Because I know right after I kill two guys, I want a drag race. The cops are bearing down on you, and you're like, I got time for this. This whole movie makes no damn sense. How did he survive his car accident? Because you know what? Hear me out here. They race. They're going 160 or better. 140 miles an hour for two minutes. No, that was the first race. Yeah, I know. The muscle car is stronger than that car. Yeah, it does a wheelie and burns it has out so at much the exact torque, same time. It burns out and wheelies, yeah. Then that truck pulls out, he hits it, and ramps and... Does the cool stunt. That was a cool stunt. When car it flip does stunt, always cool. Yeah. Gets so out give the completely credit. fine. He had However, a cut on his head. Oh, shit, boys. On his bald head. Now... According to um, Back to the Future 2, that killed Marty McFly. <laughs> what? In Back to the Future 2. Marty McFly didn't die? He Remember they were going to drag? Yeah. And like, they yeah, had, in the limo. he had like been there. Before. Or the Rolls Royce. Yeah. Because Flea shows up. Yeah, they didn't kill him, though. Because he didn't do it. No, but but when he did do it, he wrecked that Rolls Royce, and that put him in financial ruin. Oh, I thought. Yeah, no. but that led to his death. No, because remember in Back to the Future 2, he is. Well, clearly, I don't remember in Back to the Future he's 2. He's in the movie as an old man. It didn't kill him. Because remember, he gets fired via fax, telefax. He's talking to Flea on the, the voice, on the, the, the Zoom meeting, basically. No, I don't remember that at all. Okay, well, hang on. Let me see the hat. I'm going to put a movie in. Okay. Wait a minute, but how does that make sense? Because it's like in Biff world, right? No, that was in the future. Okay. And then they go back to 1985, and they're in Biff world. No, I got nothing. Okay. Well, so never mind. We we'll will just have, edit this out. We'll have something to what talk about. What a waste of 10 minutes. <laughs> Try to like every moment in this movie. <laughs> we'll just cut this out because that, that wasn't even funny. It just it didn't. That was nothing much like <laughs> the Fast and the Furious. If it at least led to something humorous, it had merit, but it didn't even get us there. So awkward sex scenes. There was an awkward sex scene in this. Yeah. So Brian's sticking it to Mia, right? So then Dom and Letty have a have a simultaneous sex scene where he where where he picks her up by her ass and like she takes his shirt off and they go sit on a couch. Oh, in the garage. Yeah. Okay, I'm not even gonna lie. I totally put that out of my mind. That was probably one of those 15, 20 minute breaks I had to take. 
<laughs> One of those and, mandatory and breaks. And Tylenol. <laughs> Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol? <laughs> Which this movie is better than than that one, according to Ebert. There is nothing in this movie that's better than half of the shit that is on our list. But apparently it is. How? I don't know. I don't know either. The more I'm like, wait. Do we have hot takes? Or did Ebert have hot takes? I don't think we have hot takes that often. Yeah. I feel like this is James just... Cameron? I th- I, <laughs> I'm I th- looking at, often. I'm looking at you, Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> okay, maybe that one. Considering how much love people have for Stanley Kubrick. Possibly that one. James Cameron? And that one. And your opinion on Indiana Jones, that one. Indy. I'm looking at you, Wendy. Yeah, Wendy. <laughs> that was the, the tranny, the tranny. At, the, at the race wars <laughs> that Dom hooked up with. Or maybe that was the two blondes that uh, Michelle Rodriguez comes up and sniffs. Smells like jank. God. Oh. It's, smell that, Johnny? Was, <laughs> no, you smell that, Bill? Smells like somebody skanked. <laughs> Maybe she was smelling this script. But it had three writers. Somebody better lose their damn job. I cannot believe this movie made this <laughs> well, much money. Well, if it makes you feel better, Brian lost his job for letting Tom go. <laughs> that is not where I thought you were going. <laughs> what well, he did. I thought you were going to say something about Paul Walker. Oh, I wasn't going to no. know. That's what I thought you were getting ready to say. I was going to hit the edit button really quick. I don't even know how I would have gotten there. And his, that was his only way out of fast un- seven. Unfortunately, ironic passing. Yeah. Cause he, didn't he die in a car, in a car race car wreck, not a race car, but going way too fast yeah he was trying to live he was auditioning for fast six no i believe his buddy was driving and was he, it i believe his life was tragically cut short but no one can take away the fact that it was painfully ironic it would be like if harrison ford got bit by a snake died while he's robbing a grave Hey, he has a degree in that. It's called <laughs> It's called archaeology, not grave robbing when you have a degree in it. He didn't rob graves, he robbed temples and churches. Oh, that's true. Yes. And something to do with aliens. It would be like if Michelle Rodriguez was piloting some sort of aircraft. She died in a helicopter crash. I mean, I wasn't trying to make it so real, but. Or did it. An- another one. I am serious about the, about the, the, 
Back to the Future thing. Did you just have a stroke? Oh, okay. This whole process. I see your face. You got like, your leg went straight. <laughs> Everything was just no emotion. You're like, mm. I thought, holy shit, I better get my phone. I broke <laughs> The show finally broke me, folks. It, Fast and Furious did it. Oh, no, no. Because mm. there's not even humor in the Back to the Future part. Yeah, I'll cut that. Are we ready to wrap up? Oh, God, yes. How long have we been trudging through this? I'm so glad we didn't go scene by scene. Mm, I don't even know if I could. I, I, Yeah, I don't have any coherent order. Sweet leather pants. What? That's one of my notes. <laughs> if we were going scene by scene based on our notes, I just have sweet leather pants. <laughs> Who had the leather pants? Trans brother. The one who liked to wave the gun around. Oh, was that in the, the garage when he's feeding that guy oil? No, it was when we first meet him. Oh, I'm and, I'm... and remember, Brian's like, who the hell are these guys? And Dom's like, we're in for a long night. And the whole altercation takes like 10 minutes. It's not that long. Um, But remember his, I don't know if it's his friend, brother, whoever. He's in a really tight, like a leather pants. Oh, I did not. No, I don't remember that. Oh, that, was that, just, well, that was like right when the car blew up, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't remember the pants. Um, the only note I have on here that I want to talk about, yes, is at the very beginning when the three cars are taking over the semi. Four. Was there four? There's four. And they break through that construction zone, and that one car goes under the semi. Crashes through barricades of construction, and one of the three stupid-ass cars does a Clark Griswold. <laughs> Which she does at the end, too, in the final heist. Oh, she does, doesn't yeah, she? Yeah, to try to save Vince, and she does that successfully, and then immediately eats shit. <laughs> Wait, I'm having deja vu. Goes to save her friend, and then immediately eats shit. I think James Cameron stole that. Cameron! Cameron for the win! <laughs> Son of a bitch. The only other thing I wrote down here was when all the, like, Dom shows up at his house and there's, like, that caravan of cars behind him with, with their little lights on underneath sure. and everybody's driving their different yeah, oh yeah, fucking race cars. bullshit. Uh, they're called race cars? Yeah, I wrote caravan of douchebags. <laughs> Yeah, you would talk about a movie full of people I never want to meet or interact with in my life. Not even, no, not even Paul Walker's character. I grew up in a trailer park. I know trailer trash when I see it. <laughs> I have a keen eye for such things. <laughs> I know my people. All right. I work really hard to never see them again. Like avoiding them like the plague. Yeah. Some of them have plague. What's your final thoughts on this? Okay, so this might get a little controversial. Okay. And it might make you mad. There was an idea here, kind of like Last Voyage of the Demeter. There was a foundation here that could have been something cool. It was. And when we get to see not the weird discount Mad Max camera cuts, but like when we actually get to see cool cars do cool races. I enjoyed that. That was cool. 
and everything else is just complete trash. There is a foundation for a good movie, not 10 bad movies, but one legitimately good movie. It's there. And so when you look at like those scenes, this movie does have some cool scenes, but it's the scenes with the cars and none of the actors. (laughs) Now, that little bit of a defense being said, is this movie worth the ticket price? Absolutely not. Is it worth the amount of hate it gets? Probably not. Probably not. People like yourself despise this movie for with everything they have. This is your average bad movie. It's not even extraordinarily bad. I'm like, oh, look, the writing sucks. Oh, look, the cinematography's janky. Oh, look, the actors can't act. We've encountered all of this. Even in this podcast, we've encountered it before. This movie is so bad, it doesn't even do the bad things in a spectacular way. In a contest for World's Biggest Loser, this movie comes second. Right? It can't even lose the best. I don't know if it deserves... This movie is mediocre at, at the very best. And deserves to just be forgotten. It doesn't deserve to live on in infamy. It doesn't deserve to have everyone's vim and vigor keep it alive and keep it in people's memory. No, it doesn't deserve that. Just let it die and be forgotten. Even on people wanting to hate it as bad as they do is a disservice to everyone else. Just let it die. Let the hate go. This movie isn't worth it. It's not worth the ticket price for damn sure. But it's not worth getting this worked up over. It's not Gremlins. I hate this movie. (laughs) We are just going to use one (laughs) sentence in the very beginning to shoot down everything I just said. I I tried to make a decent point, and we're just going to ignore it. No, I'm I'm going to elaborate. Wait, wait, you're going to expand on I hate this movie. I hate this movie a lot. <laughs> oh, and scene. Um there there's multiple reasons why I hate this movie. Not just because the movie is bad and the acting is bad and the story is bad and majority of the racing is bad and Ja Rule yells out menage but if he won he was gonna have a menage that's so stupid and then Paul Walker drives past him and he's like (laughs) Monica (sighs) so I, I hate this movie one because it spawned nine more sequels and, and a spin-off. spinoff. And I'm like, how? And it's not even like it's not even like it's like the critters movie where it's you know a really bad horror movie that's funny, but it's still really bad, and they just keep churning out really crappy 
Man, Critters, it's a movie I haven't thought about in a long time. I would have rather watched Critters than this. I'm sure we will at some point. But they keep getting bigger named actors the more sequels they spit out. Well, so did Sharknado. Yeah, but those were B, way B, B actors. Easily. Maybe. I couldn't tell you a single person who was in any of the Sharknados. There you go. Um, I couldn't tell you a single person in the cast of Fast X. I could vaguely guess. Well, Jason Momoa was in it. Jason Momoa's in Fast X? Yeah, he's the main villain. Okay. Jason Momoa's overrated. He is overrated, but he's a pretty big star. Like, I'm not saying he isn't. I'm just saying he's overrated. No, he is definitely overrated. Um, Hot take. <laughs> is it, though? It shouldn't be, but it might be. But I, it, it irritates me that this movie which is 100% just a point-break ripoff, gets so much love, and it doesn't deserve any of it. This movie is definitely not worth one sequel, let alone nine. It's not worth the ticket price. It's extremely overrated. It... Do you remember they used to do all these stupid Fast and Furious spinoffs, ripoffs, like they did like Supercharger or Biker Boys with a Z? No. <laughs> Kid Rock was in Biker Boys. I'm not going to lie. I, I think you're just making things up to screw with me. <laughs> oh, I, swear I have to God. no idea what I you're talking about. Um, this movie needed to be in that category of just a shitty movie, done, forgotten. And over with. We definitely don't need 23 years of this shit. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. Thank you for educating and enlightening us. <laughs> I need to remind me to have that uh, quote from Billy Madison. I need to have it on my phone or in my notes so I can reference it. Thank you. And now we're at no point in that inane rambling was there anything that could even remotely be considered a coherent answer <laughs> not only have you wasted all of our time but we are all now dumber for having heard it <laughs> that's true that's true Whew. well i think i'm just gonna close the book on this one before tepis gets us canceled i'm jake that Raging Inferno is Tevis. We are Ticket Price, and this has been The Fast and the Furious. Now, as you all know, this is typically when we root around in the hat to pull out the next movie. However, we will we actually have a movie picked out for our next episode, as it will coincide with the holiday. Tevis, do you want to tell the people? The people! What is coming up? Yeah, so we typically release the new episodes every Friday. And the Friday that is coming up just happens to be Groundhog Day. So, so we're going to do that Andy Sandberg movie on Netflix. <laughs> we're doing Hot Rod? No! <laughs> the one where he's trapped in the time loop. Andy Sandberg has one of those? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, what's funny about this joke is in the joke, uh, when the 
love interest also gets trapped. He's like, yeah, we're in one of those classic Groundhog's Day scenarios. Hmm. See, the joke is funny when I have to explain yeah, that's it. how jokes work. That's how, we could have done Edge of Tomorrow as well. I've never seen that. That's a good movie. Which is surprising because my wife loves Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's a really good movie. Sure. You have to watch that. I'll let you borrow it. I'll watch it when we cover it on the show, which is the only time I have to watch movies. I don't get to watch movies I want to watch. I have to watch Fast and the Furious and bullshit. So I'm making an executive decision. Yeah. Yeah. We're not doing Groundhog's Day now. We're doing Edge of Tomorrow. Man, you you just (laughs) walk in here and make an executive decision. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's Groundhog's Day. So we're going to talk about the Bill Murray classic, or is it? Groundhog's Day. I enjoy that movie. I hope I still do. Well, that's why we have to talk about it. Have you seen it before? I've seen it a couple of times, have but you? it's been a it's been a hot minute. Yeah, I have a DVD copy of it that I got in uh, Pennsylvania, in Punxsutawney. Of course, yeah. <sighs> I don't know what I'm more disappointed by. Groundhog's Day existing, a town famous for Groundhog's Day, the fact that they sell Groundhog's Day movie DVDs in the Groundhog's Day town, the fact that you've been to this town. Was it on Groundhog's Day? Did you see Phil come out? No, I did not. Scratch his nuts or whatever he does. That's what he does. And if he's nuts, cast a shadow, then it's 16 more weeks of winter. You t- Actually, it'd be twelve more weeks away because it's if he only sees one, then it's six. But if he sees both of them, then it's six, uh, twelve. You know why the you know why Phil darts back into his den because he's just woke up and there's four thousand people shouting outside his house and he's going, oh, I'm not dealing with this. That's true. I would. Take what if we just out. leave him alone? I would definitely dart back inside of my house too. <laughs> you go outside to get the mail. There's just four thousand assholes with cameras pointing at you while you're in your boxers. Okay. Mouthful of nuts and like, what the hell's going on? I'm not dealing with this. All right, folks. That that has been ticket. Pro- I guess <laughs> that has been Fast and the Furious. Next week, Groundhog's Day. Tune in. That's Tavis. I'm Jake. And as always, be good to each other out there. It's it's an ugly world. It's an ugly world with a lot of crazy things going on. Don't add to the problems. Don't be a dick and add to the problems. I will find you and I will make all of your problems way worse if you so much as inconvenience a single goddamn person. You okay? Especially if they work in retail. Leave your retail associates alone. They don't want your shit. Okay. Unrelated. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Oh. I'm not gonna lie, brother.